Alright, what's up everybody? Welcome to KVN Live. Hope everybody out there is uh, staying safe if you're working from home or whatever. If you're just at home, there's nothing better to do tonight than sit here and watch watch us uh, goof around on this Facebook live stream. So we appreciate y'all. Uh, I'm Jeff Mullott, of course, my partner Ryan Lambert up there. Uh, we are your host, and then we're proud to welcome Kurt Smith tonight. I know Kurt's been a busy man. Kurt, thanks for taking some time to jump on our little podcast as well. I know uh, after your big win, there's been a lot of requests for interviews, so we appreciate you uh, jumping on here with us. Man, thanks for having me on. This is an honor to be on KBN. An honor to be on KBN. <laughs> yeah, man. Honor. I like that. And, and you know what? I left something out there. Former national champ Kurt Smits and one of the hottest anglers of 2020 so far, so I need to give you so a proper hot. intro. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, man. You know, there's like four or five guys that, like, started off this year with a bang. Jake Harshman's one of them. Kurt's one of them. Russ Snyder's has been on fire since, like, last year. Uh, so, yeah, there's several guys having a great start to the year. But, Kurt, you're right there with them. So, we'll, we'll get into some of that in a minute. So, appreciate you. Uh, we'll jump right in it, man. I know, Ryan, we're going to get to him and his bounce-back tourney at the Bass Open Series as well. But I know you probably talked about this a bunch. Let's dive into the, to your event. How would you uh, conquer Lake Norman over the weekend? Uh, man, you know, honestly, it came from my map study. I found a, just a, it was like one of the first spots I picked doing map study. And I ended up, it was the first spot that I picked doing map study. And that ended up being the spot, man. That never works out that way for me. But it, this time it did. And, I mean, it's just, it's, it, it's a little bit of lucky, man, you know. I mean, honestly, I read some reports. They said fish points. And I went to fish some points. And. It just kept on setting up better and better for me during the tournament. You know, day one was good, and then day two was better. You know, the wind was blowing harder, and it was really about the wind for me. I mean, the harder that wind blew, the more it would push these fish into this, like, both points had this little, well, one had a pile of tires on it, and then the other one had this little pocket that had some, like, I don't know, like fist-sized gravel on it. Just in that one spot, though, the rest was like pea gravel around it. But when that wind would really blow, man, all those fish would just stack in those two places. And he just he just had to be real precise on it. But as soon as that wind let up, they would they would they would spread out again, and then it'd be really really slow fishing. So you know how rumors go, but were you near like you were near like the hot water discharge worked from one of the steam steam plants? You weren't. No. There goes the rumors. Josh Evans, I apologize because that's one of the spots Josh pre-fished, and I told him that you want it there just to make him feel bad. <laughs> so, my bad, Josh. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> you know, and the funny thing is, is when I really wanted to fish those hot water discharges, but I yeah. only had three days down there, and I just didn't, it just didn't work out. And the night before, I was just like, man, should I just say fuck it and go to one? Should I just say – uh? Just, You're on just, KBN. You're good, good man. Oh, sorry. I forgot, man. <laughs> there's no, there's no tape delay or anything, so you're good. Um, I just, you know, and I almost kind of just ran to one, just randomly to do it, but then my better senses took over, and I was like, maybe I should go to a place I actually fished. Dude, and, Josh went in there, and, like, his first fish was, like, a 21-and-a-half-inch spot. Whoa. And then, then we get back to the house, and everybody's talking about how their day went, and Josh is like, yeah, I think I'm going to go somewhere completely different tomorrow. <laughs> you, just, you just went in there and stuck a freaking 21-and-a-half-inch spot, you're like, nah, not good enough. <laughs> I think there's bigger. <laughs> How'd that work out for him? Ugh, uh, it's rough. About as good as – never mind. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to get into driving issues, but anyhow, we're going to keep rolling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, what, so you found these two points on, on map study, and – uh, wind affected were you lower lake mid lake or were you up in the muddy water i was like mid lake you know and it was kind of back in one of those coves that that are you know because that lake had those kind of weird coves they were so big they were kind of like main lake stuff and they were really yes. deep in them and stuff and there was actually three points there but someone else was at the ramp and believe it or not there was only two other people kayakers at the ramp i thought for sure I was going to show up. There was going to be thirty people there. You know, I, I thought for sure there was going to be. I was because it looked so good. I was like, what? What didn't you like? You didn't like the docks behind it. You didn't like the points. You know, you didn't like these points over here. 
mean, there was a lot of the local guys, I think, fish the south end of the lake. They like the clear water, uh, you know. So, honestly, man, I talked to Adam Fillmore beforehand, and he, he was like, dude, he's like, the south end's where it's going to be won, blah, blah, blah. So that's what's in my head. I'm like, oh, God, like, I got to go find a place on the south end. <laughs> so go down. I pull up to, I launched at Ram, Ramsey's Creek or whatever down there. Uh-huh. There's at least 25 freaking trucks in the parking lot. And I'm like, oh, dude, I've made such a bad decision. <laughs> this, is, this is not good. So I think the further away from the south end you got, kind of the less populated your area got. Yeah. I mean, I, I thought I either picked the best place or the worst place. When I saw, like, one other guy there when I first pulled up, I was like, uh, was this a really bad idea or was it a really good idea? Because it did allow me to fish the way I wanted to fish, right? On those did you pre-fished points, it? Yeah, I pre-fished there. Okay. I, you know, I, I got, like, 84 inches there pre-fished yeah. without beating it up too bad. But, you know, it was... Um, the wind wasn't blowing that big that day, so the fish were really scattered. So I didn't feel super confident in the area because I was kind of junk fishing, you know. Yeah. But I, that's kind of my style anyway, so it didn't bother me too much. But it uh, kind of, you know, I was thinking maybe a top ten spot. I thought it was going to be a good place. I didn't realize I was going to be able to find ninety inches. And so what did you have day one? You were eighty six. Like, yeah, you were. Were you? Fifth, fourth, or fifth, something like that? Seventh. Seventh. Okay. I was going to say, I didn't think me and you were too far apart on day one. And then, so what changed? Was it the wind that really affected that? I mean, because you just came out swinging on day two. Okay. So check it out, man. So I get out to the point. This is a great little story. I got to tell it, man. So I get, I get out to the point. I, I'm sitting there for 15 minutes, right, waiting. The fish are just busting all around me. I mean, it's like ridiculous. And, I, and I'm like, and I'm trying to stay away from them. And, the, and where they're feeding just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And there's just, like, more and more fish are coming up. And I'm like, gosh, man, it is just killing me sitting there waiting. You're just, I mean, they're just blowing up, like, right at the edge of the kayak. I mean, the kayak's not even affecting bait fish are flying everywhere. And, I'm, and, like, and then about a minute to go, the sun's up just a little bit, right? You know, but it's cloudy and it's overcast. So they're still feeding. And then those clouds break just enough so right where I'm at, one ray of sun comes down and hits that spot. I swear to God, you can look around the lake, and there's just a ray of sun right around me. And then the, <laughs> that topwater bite died, but then it was time to go, and I stuck a 20-incher right off the bat, man. Third cast in, a little swim bait. He gets in the boat, but he gets it, he get, the jig got caught in the net, too. And, he, you know, the spots are crazy, right? They're just big of nuts and won't stop. Oh, yeah. He leveraged himself out, came off, landed on the hood of the kayak, flipped down into the PA, and I tried to jump on him, but the, the Mirage Drive, I landed on the Mirage Drive pedals, and he got out, like, in through my armpit and got out. And that was how my day started. Was Do you run a GoPro I'm saying, at all, yeah. Kurt? Is there video of this somewhere, please? <laughs> no, I don't way? run a GoPro. I wish there was video of it. Because if I send you one, it, will you run it from now on? I think I will run it from now on. <laughs> I mean, that was a really good fish, too, man. Uh, so what, so what was your second smallest? fish? What was your smallest fish? Sorry. Four, or 15 inches. Oh, man. So you could have busted up 95, 100-ish if you'd have had that one. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it's 19 or 20. I mean, I don't know exactly how big it was, but it was a big one, you know. I mean, I was I like, measure them as soon as they hit. When I see my rod flex, I know how big it is already. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it was a 22. First head shake, it's a 22. Like, he, he hit, it was a 22. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I tell you, those little those spots down there, man, some of those small spots hit so hard and fight so hard. You think you got to put it on. You know, you pull it up and you're like, oh, it's a 16. So I found both sides of that. They fight really hard, and I think it's a big fish. But, like, I caught some of those spots. Like, I culled a 17 late on day two, and it hit that jackhammer, and I saw it come up out of the water. And in my mind, you know, I'm used to catching largemouth. I was like, great, here's a 14. Like, that doesn't help at all. (laughs) I told Shane, I was like, it's probably a 14. I laid on the board, and, I mean, that tail just keeps freaking going, man. Like, I was like, he's like, what is it? I was like, it's a 17. He's like, you're lying. I said, no, dude. It's like a one-pound, 17-inch bass. A one-pound, 17-inch It was. It was tiny, man. That's that's why those North Carolina guys get so excited when they catch a fish. (laughs) (laughs) 
Hey, well, let me ask you this, Kurt. Did you have any history there on Norman? Or was that? Have you been there before? Never been there before. Never been there. I, I didn't grow up fishing, so I don't have a lot of experience on some of these more well-known lakes. You know what I mean? Don't tell people that. <laughs> Kurt only fishes like four times a year. <laughs> <laughs> no, I fish a lot now. I'm not saying I don't fish a lot now. <laughs> I mean, I had three days on, I had, well, two and a half days on that lake is what I had. I drove down on Wednesday, got there about noon, fished a half a day, fished that Thursday, fished that Friday. That's cool, man. Yeah. That kind of continues something Ryan and I have mentioned on a bunch of shows. The local, the local does not have an advantage, it seems, on these lakes. When we go to these big tournaments, it just never works out like that. Almost. I think, I think, a comfort level is a, a big thing. So, so Joey Randall just just commented, Kurt. I don't know if you know Joey. Uh, I've known Joey for a few years now. Joey is a freaking hammer, like he is. Like <laughs> I, I give those Queen City dudes a lot of shit. Joey can fish, like he's good old boy. Uh, I really thought Joey was about to to slap all of us in the mouth. So Joey just posted, he's like, I weighed in 10 large mouths. <laughs> I would have beat y'all on weight, no doubt. But I mean, like, you know, local knowledge versus going out. Like I said, I mean, a lot of those guys are fishing on the south end. Well, coming from, you know, river fishing stuff out here, muddy water is usually a, a lot better bite. Like, you, you know, you get those reaction strikes and you can, you can really put some fish in the boat. It's a whole lot easier for me, in my opinion, to catch them in muddy water than crystal clear water so i think that was kind of might have made a little bit of a difference as far as the local advantage goes they were all looking for that clear water and a lot of the out-of-town guys didn't care <laughs> yeah and i think it's a little different too you know because when you're the local guy especially on these big lakes right that are well known you're not looking for that weird out of the place bite Right, and that's what mine was. It, it was, it was, it was kind of an odd bite. You know, I don't know if I could repeat it. I don't think that's something you can go. I don't think I could go to that spot over and over. It's not one of those places you can go over and over and just hammer on them. I think it was because it just lined up good for a few, three, four, five, maybe six days. Because you know, once those fish start spawning, they'll be off those spots. They'll, they'll be yeah. way back in those creeks. I think I just hit it just right. They were coming up to start their spawn where I was at. My water was only 55 and 56 degrees, you know? So it wasn't, you know, I don't think they were, they were definitely pre-spawn. As much as I love to think that we're really, really good, just really good at this shit, a lot of it's luck. Like you get a lot of it's right place, right time. My day two, the second half of day two was all luck. Like that was, <laughs> you know, I just, I happened to make the right move and land on the, the right area. But, you know, living right here between Chickamauga and Gunnersville. I've never won a major tournament on either of these lakes. Now I've got second more times than I want to admit, but I can't, I, I mean, it's always somebody coming in, you know, like Bogdan came down from freaking Michigan <laughs> and beat my eyeballs out five miles from where I'm sitting right now on the lake. I mean, it was, it's <laughs> like he had ever seen Nick and Jack before. It's crazy. Hey, didn't you win one for like half a day and then they took it? Didn't that happen? No, I got second for oh, half a day okay, and then they okay. took it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, well, let's talk about this, Ryan, because, you know, talking about your tournament on, on uh, over there on Norman, because we talked at Logan Martin, and your spot, you, your pre-fishing deal literally got blown blown away, Sorry. literally. Uh, so this was a huge bounce back, and Kurt's hot start, you know, the circle of life, literally kind of helped you out in this one, because, because he qualified at Seminole for the TOC, four spots qualified at Norman, because he won, and boom, Mr. Lambert had a big bounce back tournament and got fourth place and bam in the TOC. So how about that? By the skin of my teeth, son. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Seminole, I had Seminole. I had found some fish. I had found some good fish. I, I did pretty well on day one, day two rolled around. My bite died, fell on my face. I didn't move cause I'm stubborn. So I sat there and, and I tried to fish that same bite and it just never turned on. So fast forward, you know, a couple but weeks later. But when did it turn so, on on day one, though, right? It turned late, on at the very late, end of the like day, right? Two o'clock, yeah. Yeah. So that's why I didn't leave. I was like, if they show up, like, I mean, it's a huge dice roll. It is. But I'm like, if they show up, I'm in great shape. If they don't show up, then I'm an idiot because I just sat here all day <laughs> waiting <laughs> on them to show up. But, I mean, I knew the quality of fish in there. And I, I caught, like, eight fish over 18 inches, you know, between pre-fishing and tournament day. So I knew there were – 
the right fish there. But anyhow, blew that one. Logan Martin went out there and pre-fished and smoked fish every time I went there. And I felt really good about that one until I got there and, you know, floodgates were <laughs> – floodgates opened up and it was it was over with from, from that point on. So this one, I mean, I didn't prepare for it really. Like I, I went out there. I've worked in Knoxville all week, drove out Thursday afternoon. Me and Chase were drinking beer, casting off the dock on Thursday evening, <laughs> caught a couple fish shallow, and I was like, I'm going to go down here and poke around, you know, throwing some Cinco's or whatever on uh, – Friday, and I caught a few fish, and I talked to one of the guys, uh, Kenny Jablecki. He, uh, he's from Tennessee here. I talked to him, and he was, like, coming out of one of the coves I wanted to hit, and he's like, hey, man, uh, if you want, if you don't go in there, I'd appreciate it. I just, you know, caught 86 and a half or something. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's, cool. that's awesome. Mark that off the list. So at that point, I decided I was going to go to the next cove over sight unseen the next morning. So I start looking at the map a little bit, and I'd heard, you know, a lot of local guys fish marinas. So I found one marina that had a riprap bank behind the marina. And I was like, this has to have fish. There's got to be a few fish sitting there. So day one, I went in and caught some fish there, and it was okay. I was in like ninth or something. I watched Shane, our buddy Shane, man, he stroked him on day one. Had a 22-and-a-half-inch large mouth out of nowhere. And uh, he was sitting pretty, but I didn't really have a plan. And day two, our field pretty much cut in half where I launched. So there was 25 people there day one. There might have been 10 day two, if that. So that told me that the area had obviously fished pretty tough for a lot of guys. I still went out there and tried it, but I uh, had an 18 and three quarters pretty quick. But everything else, I just had to start, I mean, covering water, going to docks, and I fished a small limit and made the move up north uh, in the area where Chase and Shane were. It was muddy water. It was right behind their Airbnb I just happened to roll up on this long, flat point. But like you were saying, Kurt, it had big chunk rock on it. On this, It was like a big red clay point that came out, and it was shallow. Uh, I, yeah. I got up in about two feet of water, kind of fished it backwards. I got up in two feet, and I was casting out into like 12, 14 feet, running that jackhammer back. And they, I mean, they started smoking it. I had like a 19 off the bat and then called a couple more times and, Honestly, I thought I was tied with the kid in third. My math is apparently ter terrible when the scoreboard goes <laughs> off because I was like, hell yeah, like we tied. I got big fish. Like, woo, like we're, <laughs> we're in good shape. And then, you know, we're sitting there at the words, and AJ's like, fourth place, Ryan Lambert. And I was like, ah, dang. Like, <laughs> Tennessee math got me again. No, no offense to Kurt, but I was low key hoping Shane was going to hang on so we could have a reunion of the original KBN crew on here. And Shane, that'd have been dope. Shane, Shane has Shane's life has, has settled down. Shane's a much more mature individual now. Yeah. I think he has the free time to come back on to KBN at some point. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, Kurt, you know you obviously have had a great start to the year. Uh, you done anything different, special? What do you attribute this hot start to? Uh, man, you know, I don't know. Sometimes it's just your time. You know what I mean? Last year, I was one big fish away, it seemed like, all year from good places, man. It was just like I'd have one 12-inch fish. I'd have four good ones and then a 12. You know, or I had some bad luck. And, you know, sometimes it's just your year, and I feel like this is just my year, man. I mean, I put a lot of hard work in leading up to this year, and uh I'm not fishing particularly different, you know what I mean? When I'm, when I'm fishing my strengths, I'm fishing my strengths. Now, I did throw an Alabama rig for, like, the first time in a tournament. Ooh. And on the first cast, I caught a nice fish. with the Striper? No, no. It was during the tournament, man. I, you know, and that's the only time I throw an Alabama rig is for strikers. Yeah. Now, I like to throw them around and stuff. But, uh, you, know, uh, you know, I don't know, really know what to say it is. You know, you just got to... Yeah, I don't know what to say. It's just you just keep doing them, man, and then eventually it's your time. Things click, you know. You can't force it in this sport. You can't you can't force a win. You can't force a good placing. And when it's your time, it's just your time. And everyone's so good. And I feel like everyone's game the past two years has come up so much. Everyone across the board, man. I mean, guys who are a, a couple years ago. And not that I judge people, but, you, you know, you kind of see where you place, right? Well, I feel like their game has come up a lot, too, man. I think you can point at me, Kurt. I'm sitting right here. I can, I can hear you talking. 
I watch a lot of YouTube. I watch Jay Wallace, the Juice. Come on, hot breath, man. I know. <laughs> I try to stay on your back, Kirk. I try to. Well, yeah. As long I mean, as you're catching fish, I'll try. I mean, there's been a huge infusion of new people also that just jump right in off the off the jump and are good, you know. Uh, well, I mean, we're getting a lot of bass boat crossover guys, you know, guys that have fished collegiate tournament series or, you know, kind of the BFL type tournaments. I mean, we're getting a lot of uh, crossover now. There's there's obviously more money in this stuff. So uh, I think you'll see more and more of that. Yeah. You know, working the boat shows, I see a lot of guys selling their bass boats and buying kayaks because they can sell their bass boat. They can buy the best kayak with the best electronics and all new rods and still have money in their pocket. I talked, yep. to, I talked to a guy, Logan Martin, at the Expo. Uh, he fished the Logan Martin tournament. He actually would have finished in the money, but he got DQ'd. It was his first tournament. He got two deductions for open mouth. Fished it out of a canoe with a trolling motor on it. Had never done anything like that before. <laughs> still finished in the top 30-something, but he's he's coming out of a bass boat. He just wanted to try the deal, and he was over looking for new kayaks. So there, there, there's a lot of that all over the place. And, guys, when, when those guys get to the learning curve, they're going to take off, you know? Yeah. I think that's the biggest, the biggest difference, though, is the mentality of, you know, having to really target an area where you know you can work all day versus, you know, run the whole lake and try to get five bites. I mean, it's a completely different game. We've had a lot of guys, like, in the Atlanta area, they've they've fished bass boat tournaments forever, and they just came into the kayak world this year, and uh, and they're, they've had trouble. I mean, they've had trouble adjusting to it because it's completely different when you can't pull that trolling motor up and go hit a cove two miles up the river. Yeah. Hey, you know, I saw it down at uh, at Norman, big time, man. Those guys would come in, and they would make two casts, and then they would leave, right? I would go over, and I would make four casts, and I'd get bit on that fourth cast. I mean, it was like clockwork on day one that it took four casts, the same, almost the same exact cast to get a bite. And I was fishing right behind bass boats. They would come in, they'd be fishing the exact same stuff, two casts, boom, boom, boom. On out of the cove or way down the cove, and I just go right up to the same spot right behind them because it's it's not. I mean, it's not rocket science, right? There's three big giant points. <laughs> it's not rocket science. You're gonna fish each point, right? You know, and one of them had tires on them that you could see on your side scan, a big pile of tires. I mean, you know, I mean, and then the guy who I was fishing that area with, he you know he knew too. You know, he could see it. He was fishing one point. He did well too as well. I've got to start running a fish finder because I, I can't see tires. I just I have to feel the tires. I don't ever put a fish finder on my kayak. <laughs> you don't have a fish finder on your kayak? I mean, I have some in the garage. I don't ever put them on there. Put one on there just Jesus, for show. You don't even have to take it up to the batteries. Just put one on there. So Kentucky Kentucky Lake, I run one. <laughs> like, if I think I'm going to be fishing, like, ledges or something, I'll run one. But for the most part, man, I, I, I just do better going out and kind of – you know, looking at points or looking looking at drop offs on the map and, and go out and cast cast that jackhammer or football jig or Texas rig around. <laughs> Dude, that's I mean, amazing, I fish, man. I fish grass lakes mostly too though. So you know, on Gunnersville or Chickamauga, like I'm fishing in three or four feet of water in grass. So what does it matter if I got a fish finder or not? I'm not trying to ride around and watch fish on T V all day. I'm trying to put them in the boat. That's how I know if I'm if they're there. Yeah. Well, I gotta say, for me, man, the fish finder was crucial. Uh, uh, you know, this last weekend, I I couldn't have done it without it because it was, you know, when the fish had moved on day two, man, they had moved off the very front of the point and over that little cut, you know, and I had to figure that out because how you fish the front of that point was nowhere near where the little cut was, so you were you you would never figure it out from day one unless you moved over and made this weird cast. You know, it's definitely but it makes sense when you I saw how where the bait fish were on my fish finder. You can see them getting all pushed in there and kind of hiding in there. Yeah. yeah. For me, it's maps. I, I love having my maps, and I, I'll use sonar as much as anything every once in a while side scan. But if I, if I can have my maps and see that sonar, I'm good. But those maps are my safety blanket. I like to see where I'm at and what's going on. Oh, yeah, man. I love so having a little GPS of... puck, too, man, where so you can see which direction your boat's pointed in at all times. <laughs> when you're fishing offshore structure, that's just like so key. Yeah. 
a good example of people coming over from the bass boat world, uh, Brad and Terry Golden. They fish our TVKA club, and, you know, they, they do pretty well. As a matter of fact, Terry, he's, when he first started showing up, he would have won our Angler of the Year, but taking pictures, like, he wasn't used to the taking pictures part and identifiers and that kind of stuff. I mean, he had, like, eight fish over 20 inches DQ'd, like, in his first, <laughs> like, two or three tournaments. Like, I mean, killer. And both of them, Brad and Terry, both are sticks. They finished, uh, I think they finished one and two at the Gunnersville tournament last weekend while I was at Lake Norman. I mean, they, they're catching them, but, I mean, that's what Brad said. He's like, you know, uh, most of it is getting the pictures right and kind of the small the details as far as the crossover goes. Big time, man, big time. Because if you're used to the weigh-ins, man, it's just such a, it's a, such a different thing, man. Like even which way the board goes and which way the fish goes on the board. I mean, that's all second nature to us, man, but those guys just don't know, man. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Logan Martin, I got, we went out to dinner the night after the tournament, and I can't drop any dimes on it. I'm going to keep digging for the, to get permission to share the picture, but there was a guy that fished that tournament, and the, the way he took that picture and the way he put that identifier on it, it, it was it was unbelievable. But I, I literally said I, I wouldn't share that name or share the picture, but uh, <laughs> I, I, got a, I got a glimpse at it, so it was funny. It was just, you know somebody's first tournament, and in my mind I thought they probably think these kayakers are idiots if they have to measure fish this way, which we don't. But, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah I'll, t- I'll tell any of y'all offline what I saw, but it, it was it was <laughs> hilarious. Uh, Kurt, you know, I saw on your social media uh, leading up to Seminole even that, that TOC seemed to be a – a uh, goal, you know, big goal for 2020, and you wanted to hit it, and you, and I saw a big post about how, you know, that was number one on your list, and you hit it right off the bat. Why was that such an important uh, uh, goal for you to hit going into 2020? Because I didn't make it last year. Yeah, good enough, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that, that kind of stung a little bit, not making it last year, you know. It's, uh, and, and, you know, in every year, you, you, I don't know about you guys, but I always set some goals for myself and what I want to do in the fishing world. And, you know, there, I got four goals set for this year. I thought they were kind of big, and I've got two of them knocked out, so i only got two more to go. And What are your other two? When uh, I'm not telling year. those. I'm not jinxing myself. <laughs> Everyone's so going to have to see. Is that one of the ones you're already counting as done? Yeah. Well, I mean, making the TOC and then winning one of the t- the Obi events, man. I mean, there's okay. Two. Yeah. There's two. The An angler of the year. Maybe. You trying to make that bass championship? Is that in there? Or are you trying to stay virus free? Well, so I've added one to it, and that's one of them is making the bass championship. You know, and that kind of stung right at Logan Martin because I was on. Uh, if those fish would have just stayed where they were from pre-fishing, you know, just like Ryan says, he was on them, I was on them. I had two spots where I was like 100% confident that if one didn't work, the other one would, and I was going to not win it. Not, I'm not saying that, but the fish were good fish. You know what I mean? They were really solid fish, both spots. And God, son of a gun, man, and if they just didn't just leave, I mean... They didn't just leave me with two. They left me with, like, none at either one of those spots, man. They just left me high and dry. That's how yeah. Goes, man. Pre- I got there a day early and pre-fished on Logan. Got zero. Did not catch any. Not, just not catch any. I got zero bites and was like, what am I? Why did I even drive over here? And then went out tournament day <laughs> blind to a different area that I looked on the map and did all that kind of stuff and was able to squeeze in, cash a little check, and, and you know, make that make that deal. So you just never know. Uh, when you're going to stumble on that right little wad of fish. And their spots, too, man. They seem to move a lot. Yeah. They oh, yeah. change their minds, you know. They definitely move a lot. <laughs> Jake Harshman said, I don't know what y'all are talking about. I'm never pre-fishing ever again. <laughs> oh, man. Poor Jake. Yeah. Joey Randall, I'm thinking about the Hobie Kusa and Bass on Chick. Ooh. I don't know what that means, but... Yeah, you trying to win those? The, or trying to win the ho- yeah, I mean the the that Kusa, the Hobie Kusa is gonna it's gonna be you know probably similar waters to what we were just on Logan Martin, uh, and then the bass on chicks gonna be. I mean, I hope honestly, man, I hope that none of this stuff continues to push out these tournaments. I hope we get to have the bass on chick uh, on time. It should be a really good bite before the grass is topped out. It should uh, should put up some good numbers. I hope. 
Yeah, this, this you don't think the grass will be up by then? I mean, it'll be up off the bottom. I, I mean, like, not topped out. I don't – the areas I like to fish, like, once the grass gets topped out, it's not as much fun. When the grass <laughs> when the grass, is <laughs> up, you can you can hurt some feelings out there. <laughs> well, you know, that's kind of a good segue into what's going on right now with the, the climate across the country and, you know, I hate to – minimize what's going on and worry about our little sport but this is a sport we love so it is affecting it as well uh, oh yeah you know what do y'all think i mean we got the nc national championship got rescheduled we got the pro tour canceled which it looked like it was heading to being canceled anyway um other events being postponed or canceled on the elite series and flw and that kind of stuff so you know what, where, what do you think is going to happen the rest of this spring uh, man, i don't know man i i, I I, I hope we get through this quickly, man. I hope they come up with some miracle vaccine. I don't know. I'm not a medical guy. I just hope it goes away quickly as possible so we can get back to normal. So I've, I've heard that there's there's a drug they're treating people with in Washington that's shortening the symptoms and how long it can be spread. Uh, I mean, overall, the quarantine deal is the only way that's going to speed the process along just to stop spreading the the virus that's all all we got it sucks that the national championship got moved i know a lot of people had had lodging booked and you know had taken off work for vacation time and whatnot uh and honestly man i was really looking forward to it that's you know my favorite lake my favorite bike favorite time of year uh stars were kind of lined up on that one so i really do hate to see that moved I don't know what's going to happen moving forward. I know that's a huge sum of money coming into the organization. I don't know how that's going to affect future events and whatnot. I mean, obviously, I don't have any uh, insider knowledge on the books or whatever. Uh, I personally, I asked for my refund because I don't know what the future is going to hold here. So I went ahead and got the cash back in my pocket now. Um, I, I hope that it clears up in a couple months. I, I really don't see it getting better for probably two months on yeah. on the big scope of things. I think we're going to see some more cancellations. Uh, I hope by summertime we can get back to normal, if that's a thing now. Yeah. The uh, local clubs, know. at least where I'm at, seem to be holding on and keep keep you know keep on keeping on, but I'm wondering if some of the Corps of Engineers <laughs> and, and local Game and Fish are going to put the clamps on some of that and close ramps or whatever. Uh, what's it like in Ohio? What are you guys doing up there, Kurt? Man, they got the whole state shut down. I mean, they no restaurants, no bars. They closed the gyms. They just closed the hair salons. They closed the DMV. Um, I mean, you can't find toilet paper. I mean, I, I literally need toilet paper, and I cannot <laughs> find it. I was driving from from store to store today, you know, um, and and you know, just trying, you know, gosh, you just. You, yeah, man, it's got, it's a little weird up here, man. Honestly. Yeah, it's kind of eerie going to stores and in in town with uh, empty streets in the middle of the week like this. It's strange. Is your local stuff going to keep going, Jeff? Are y'all going to keep yeah, on that, with the Natural Light kayak series? Or it, se it seems like, man, don't throw that <laughs> the Natural Light Seltzer kayak anglers. <laughs> well, whatever y'all got. Yeah, well, they they have, they had their fundraiser tournament this past weekend. They did that, and uh, there's no plans right now to cancel anything. Beaver Lake, uh, which is our home lake here, which is full of tiny spots, not big spots. Uh, they're closing everything. No no bank fishing. No. Uh, having picnics, all the campgrounds are closed, but they're leaving the boat ramps, ramps open for now. So you can launch a boat and go fish, but you can't ling linger around and have any kind of activities at the park. So right now the lake's still open, uh, so we'll see where that goes. Uh, so from he for here on Chickamauga, I know they a lot of boat ramps, they won't give you the permit to have bass boat tournaments. I think there's one privately owned uh, resort that'll let you still hold tournaments out of it. Uh, for our local stuff, We've got a joint of it coming up with uh, Real Crazy out of Georgia. Uh, so TBKA and Real Crazy, we're going to have a tournament. It's the week before the national championship. Uh, and I've been talking to Steve-O. I'd like to try to do like a, you know, bigger buy-in kind of side pot. If anybody's still planning on coming down to Gunnersville, I think we may do uh, $100, $150 buy-in, you know, a little bigger tournament on the side. 
uh, probably get Dwayne involved and put it on Tourney X. That way you can just take one picture and do manual submissions for the local stuff and then uh, possibly put the bigger tournament on Tourney X. Give something, you know, a little extra, somebody something to do. Yeah, so that's one good thing about our sport. I mean, with the national championship, you can pull it off because it's just so many people. But with the local stuff or if you're talking, you know, 50 guys or less or, or whatever, something around that, you're talking – you can do these virtual captain's meetings and virtual weigh-ins and virtual whatever. And uh, PayPal the money. I mean, you don't have to, to you know, you can check in on, on tourney X off the water. Like there's honestly, other than, you know, having, you may have six or eight people at a ramp. That's really the only kind of. You see guidelines with six or eight people, right? It's right. ten people. Yeah. Ten, yeah. Yeah. And as long as you stay away from each other a little bit, yeah. you know what I mean? Aren't coughing on each other. And you're outside, so that's better than being in some room somewhere. Uh, Get that hot breath on people. Hey, Kurt, <laughs> Kurt, we might have your TP dilemma solved. Jay Carson said, if you have any fire crawl jackhammers, he'll mail you TP. Is that? <laughs> all Kurt has are big TRDs. He does not have fire crushing. TRDs. That's all I got, man. Just big TRDs, man. Whole garage full. <laughs> I'm hoping that the big TRDs. That, that's why you need that toilet paper. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, Jeff, come on. The uh, NSK. So we've got a, we've got a central group and a Northwest Arkansas group that does the nat, the Natty Light. As Brian says, natural state cock anglers, and they say they're doing their tournament this Saturday down towards Little Rock, so they're still rolling. And Little Rock's got the most of our cases, actually, in this state. So Really? Yeah, they're having, uh, I think it's in Little Rock or Conway, wherever they're doing that tournament. But Little Rock's got all the, the outbreak right now for us at uh, one hospital. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I mean, online events were kind of created for this, right? It's their time to shine. Where's the Pond yeah, Warrior tournaments at? Yeah, Cruise? where's David at? Get him in here. Let's let's do something. <laughs> if you guys are watching this and you're a local tournament director, let us know what your plans are. What's happening in your area? Because we don't we don't know. I mean, Ryan knows what's going on in his area. I got mine. You know, Ohio's locked up. What part of Ohio are you in, Kurt? You told me before. I can't remember. Southwest side, Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah, man. You know, I told you before. I'm a I'm a Dayton boy, born and raised in Dayton, right there. So. Yep, yep, not far away at all. Yeah, man. I saw they're planning on having the kayak series in Ohio. They they might do they might switch some stuff up on like how many people will have to come to check in. Like maybe just have the top five guys there or the top three people there or something. You know, do some quick pictures and have everyone stand six feet apart and just trying to spread it out. So I mean, I think that's one of the good things. You know, I mean, we're kind of lucky with our sport because I mean, if we were into anything else, it's done. Yeah. If you're into marathon running, you can't go to a marathon if you're, you know what I mean? They're not doing that. I saw, that, you know, the NBA, they took the fans away or whatever. I saw that, uh, what, five five members of the Nets tested positive for coronavirus after they played the Lakers, so they're thinking they got it from the Lakers. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. KD got it it's, now. He didn't even play. He didn't even play. I know. That's I know, man. He should should have stayed in Golden State. I saw, I saw, the, I saw the most messed up meme about KD getting that virus. It said the coronavirus is winning, so he couldn't help but join up. That's that's messed up. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's good. He'll get a ring for that, I'm sure. Yeah. Ouch. Uh, Maine kayak anglers business as usual. I didn't think there's enough people in Maine to have to worry about it all. Is that? There's I, three. I shouldn't say that. That's roll time. <laughs> Can't be clowning on Maine. I love Maine. Love you, Maine. But it said their first event's five nine. They're still up there with heaters trying to thaw That's that true. water out. I said, hey, you know, speaking of Old Town, man, they uh, they sent out an email today and posted up there. They're halting production for a couple of weeks while they do some disinfecting and stuff up there at the at the factory. Oh wow, man! We're gonna see a lot of uh, a lot of shutdown in the next in the next two weeks. I mean, I, I think schools are probably done for the year. Uh, I think you're going to see a lot of local businesses shut down for probably a couple months until until this stuff blows over. Yeah. Our governor, uh, our governor I, he said he's going to open schools back up the 30th of March. I'm not buying it. Not buying yeah. it. Let's see. Uh, Oklahoma Anglers, they're having their season opener on uh, Lake Murray this Saturday. So people are still popping off with the local clubs. That's good. We need that. We need something to do. Yeah. As long as everyone's careful, man, we need something to do. So I'll go, I'm going to go crazy, man. I've already been in the house for a couple of days just 
dealing with this press stuff and you know and I, I'm ready to, I'm climbing the walls I gotta get out yeah, man. <laughs> I don't like being inside at all <laughs> just go fishing Kurt that's all you gotta do just go it's, exactly man that's all I need to do man so, did they uh, really? Did they close all your boat ramps up there? Are there no ramps at all? Or no, the, no, the ramps and stuff are open. I just haven't been able to get out. Uh, I got you. Okay. Since, since the weekend, you know, and now I'm on my <laughs> search. I can't get out until I find some damn toilet paper. So until I find some damn toilet paper, man, I can't go fishing. <laughs> go buy some tube socks. You'll be fine. Yeah, man. There's got to be some uh, Cincinnati Bengals T-shirts in the WalMarts there or something. Mm. Man. Those guys are a travesty, man. They, I wish they would just leave, honestly. There are no Cleveland Browns, but they're Easy. doing pretty well. Easy, man. <laughs> no need for all that, Ryan. Come on, man. Hey, it's all right, man. Yeah. It happens. Facts are facts. That's, that's <laughs> uh, so, you know, with all this that's happened, what do you, what do you guys think, that, for KBF especially, with the you know, national champions kind of their, their deal for the year, What's going to happen after the fact? Coming, you think everything's going to come back the same? Is there going to be a kind of a reorganization with 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 that, or or you know what's going to be the outcome come fall or twenty twenty one even? Uh, I don't know, man. I, I, that's a tricky one. I, I, I know, you know, KBF is obviously kind of more sustained by sponsorship investment. You know, the the companies that they kind of carry with them and and entry fees off these big events. Uh, so I, I mean that's going to be that's going to be some tricky paperwork yeah, yeah. that happens there. Where you know I mean I'm saying Hobie's backed by by Hobie by this giant organization that you know it's not going to be an issue for them to be like all right we're not going to have tournaments for two months. Hell they never had them before. Right. You know they do two or three a year. It wasn't that big of a deal. So I think for them to get back on schedule, it's not going to take much at all. Same with Bass. I mean Bass has been you know, they're they're massive. Like I think. I think that's gonna. I think that's gonna play a big factor, and I think it's gonna be. Uh, you'll see. I, I really think a fall national championships probably still gonna pull. You know, four hundred people or so. I think. I don't know the timing of it. Yeah. Well, see, it was dropped a week before the tournament of champions, and and, and granted, there's, so there's there's only fifty right that qualify for the tournament of champions. But how many people are going to go try to fish their way into the Tournament of Champions? Because, I mean, hands down, when you're talking elite championship event in kayak fishing, it is the Tournament of Champions. But that, I mean, that is, that is the pinnacle that we have right now. Uh, and, and I know you said you missed it last year, Kurt, but the, the Tournament of Champions event is next level. I mean, you get a freaking prize bag full of $200, $250 worth of gear, you get fed every day, like it's so upbeat. Like you've got, you know, the the pro guys in there. People are getting interviewed and whatnot. It's just, it's it is, it's awesome. It really is. And I think putting that tournament a week before that is kind of that's going to take away some, you know, of people's investment. You don't have unlimited time off. I can't go fish yeah. two two lakes for two weeks in a row. Uh, that's that's a lot to ask of people, and I I wish the timing were different on that. Well, piggyback on that, what about, you know, sponsors that support them in every other tournament series? How's this going to affect the industry? I mean, people can still go fishing, so are they going to be okay? Are they going to feel the ripple effect of just people losing jobs and not, not having money? Well, you're always going to feel that ripple effect, man. That's just, that's just numbers, you know. I think you're going to get a lot of that kind of initial panic, uh, you know, I saw something, somebody posted something today, go get all your money out of the bank, like... I mean, this is like we, we, you know, I don't know if you read a history book or not, but that's not necessarily the best way to, to go about things. Like, you don't want to start crashing banks and crashing the economic system. People are doing it right now in the stock market. If you, if you watch the stock market, I mean, it's dropping like a rock for no reason. There's not a reason for any of this. Don't sell off your 401k now. Why? It's the lowest it's ever been. Like, people have to have common sense on this stuff. That's why I keep telling people it's, you ain't lost. Same with us. You ain't lost money till you sold your stock. If you just hang on, it'll right. come back. Yep, that's I, exactly. I hope it does anyway, because I took a beat in the last two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably not going to live to 
retirement age, let's be honest. So I'm <laughs> I'm pretty much down to ride. We'll Yolo. see what happens. I got you. <laughs> I got you. It's gonna be interesting, man, to see how this all shakes out with, with you know, I'm hoping all the companies can hang on, all the organizations can can weather the storm. Uh, you know, and as anglers everybody out there stays safe. It's definitely a, a unique time to be alive right now. Yeah, it's weird times, there's no doubt. Uh, if anybody's out there watching has any more questions, uh, hit us up before we get out of here. I know Kurt's been doing the media rounds this week. He's probably wore out. He thought we were going to be on at 7 or 8 Eastern time, and I had him waiting yeah. an extra hour. Uh, so I know I know he's got to be wore out and tired, and he's just getting home from Maine. Or from Maine, from Norman. I got Maine on the brain now. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Um, so, Ryan, what else you got for us tonight before we wrap things up, man? Anything? Uh, um, I'm trying to think of whatever. Uh, so we had a post earlier. Some guy went out and bought that jackhammer because I made a post about I've caught fish on it on every lake that I fish in a tournament this year. Uh, I like seeing that kind of support, man. Uh, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I'll tell you what I catch my fish on any day of the week. It doesn't matter. I mean, you still got to go out and catch them. But that's a, that's a pretty good little color and a good little bait to get them on. Uh, I had it interesting interaction on facebook earlier today uh somebody had posted like a praise post about a shop and i was like yeah heck yeah man they're they're doing awesome well then had like a competitive retailer fire off on on this same post like no man it's my i'm the one that's in this location or whatever like i mean just petty stuff like that like you know somebody's giving giving this person props or whatever i mean as a business owner especially try to Try to bite your tongue, keep it a little, little bit professional. There's no, no need for that. Actually, we had a guy in our local club in a TBKA page. We were pushing business to hook one in Nashville, and the guy's like, "I'm actually closer as the crow flies. I'm 66 miles or some bullshit. I don't give a damn where you're at. Like it does not matter. Like if if you're a friend of mine, then I'm going to try to help you get more business. I, if I'm affiliated with you or not, like that's that's my prerogative. So. Anybody out there, don't ever feel like you need to step in <laughs> and tell me where you're at or what your zip code is because I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. I support the people that I like, and that's how it works. Ashley K. just threw you an amen on that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I feel like I made it now. I have made it now. <laughs> yeah, she says you need to get better friends, Jeff. Now nah. I'm getting an amen. Nah. <laughs> well, if you knew all my friends, you'd understand. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. lord no hey you know uh that's true ryan if, if if your business is good enough it'll speak for yourself and you're a business owner you don't need to jump in the mud there and try to try to do that kind you're of right. stuff ain't no sense in it stay out of the cesspool baby stay, stay out of the out. cesspool let the pros handle that side of things <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah you got to yeah. be immune to that virus to get in here yeah man <laughs> <laughs> well uh, yeah support the people that support you joey randall said it best that's good uh, Kurt, you got anything else, man? I know I was going to ask you what you had coming next, but right now we're all in a holding pattern, so we don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever they let us do, man, I'm hoping, you know, I would really like to go hit Erie PA, you know. I mean, I would really like to see that happen, but we just don't know, so we'll have to, we'll have to see what happens. Yeah, man. Well, you've had, a, you've had a year that most people would be happy with already. Hopefully it resumes soon for, for you and all of us, but, I mean, congrats on your great start. I mean, an awesome win over the weekend. That was fun to watch uh, go down tomorrow we're going to have cody milton on who uh the laid, laid the hammer on saturday i don't know if y'all saw what happened on fork but there were f over 50 fish 20 plus weighed or weighed in but sent into the leaderboard uh it was a it was a smash fest if you found them so uh, i can't wait to have him in on and talk about that i'm going to ask you one question kurt so obviously you you've got a You've got a pretty good lead in the Angler of the Year standings here. Do you feel number one? Do you feel that pressure? Number two, if you had to pick one tournament on the remaining schedule, where are you going to close it out? Where will Kurt Smith seal the deal? I want to know. Kentucky Lake. Woo! Back where it all began. Ooh. Exactly, man. Exactly. Back where it all began. I dig it, man. That's good. Yeah. Seal the That's deal right great. there, man. That's where I'd like to seal the deal. If it happens that way, if I'm lucky enough, you know, if I'm fortunate enough that it happens that way, that's where I'd like it to happen. Okay. All right. I, I, I will agree with that. 
that's a good spot. I'll see you at that one for sure. Yeah. I'll be, I'll be ready. <laughs> a little hot breath in me a little bit. Yeah, hey, Kentucky Lake has whipped my ass that time of year. The past uh, three, three, well, a couple of more, <laughs> a couple of more thanks to DQs, but uh, <laughs> the last, the last event I didn't get anything DQ'd in. It still, it still got me. Uh, I'm looking for a little bit of redemption on this one. Uh, hopefully we can, hopefully we can make that happen. Maybe make a little run at it. Yeah, that that yeah, one. Yeah, share the stage again, man. I've got that one on so the do schedule you, too. Do you, All do three you of us. That'd be awesome. Huh? Do you feel the pressure? No. No. Can't man. No man. I mean, there's really no pressure on me, man. I, you know, I'm, I'm, just, I'm constantly <laughs> the no pressure problem, on man. me. I'm the one out front. <laughs> <laughs> This cat might shut it down with just another top twenty finish. I mean, geez. So, yeah. so if if Russ Snyder shows up and starts fishing the rest of these these BOS events, then what's going to happen? Man, that's going to be yeah, uh, huh? yeah, yeah. Well, I well, say bring it on, man. Yeah, yeah, I like bring it on. I like that. I like it. The stiffer, the more packed with the best anglers, the better. That's good. I man. like it. I do. Yeah, Competition be, makes us all better. Be the best. It does. You, you, rise, you rise to the occasion. You know what I mean? And you also fall to the occasion, man. If, you know, I mean, if you're around lesser <laughs> anglers, you go down. You know, you're around better anglers, you, you up your game. I need to watch who I'm renting houses with, I guess. That, that's a very good point, Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, oh yeah, boy! Man. Let me answer a question for Jake real quick. He asked me if Slowtown Custom Lures makes a firecrawl chatter. They do, Jake. So if you're watching, hit up uh, Stephen. He'll make you one. Free plug. Well, Free I don't know why he's so hard up on that firecrawl right now. No man, he's dude. he's looked at three memes and now he thinks he needs every one of them. I hate to break everybody's heart, but that dude won the classic on a jerk bait. I'm telling everybody, he won it on a jerk bait. Oh yeah, for sure. It was on TV. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can't you can't argue what's on TV. Nah, he caught some on that that good looking chatterbait, but he caught him on that jerkbait. Yeah, no, that was jerkbait for sure. Yeah, it's awesome. But uh, yeah, don't look like we have anything else coming in. Awesome show tonight, Kurt. We appreciate you, brother. Uh, Thanks for having me on, guys. Ryan, we're about to do this again tomorrow. Repeat. You ready? Two days in a row. Come on, uh, I'm gonna take a nap. Yeah, we'll be good. <laughs> All right. Well, appreciate, Kurt, watching. appreciate you coming on, man. Congratulations on the big win. Thank you for kicking my ass twice so far this year. Uh, look forward to many more. <laughs> All right, boys. We're gone. See everybody tomorrow night.